Welcome to Paranormal United States. This is episode 20. This is a very special episode because the day we're recording this is Greg's birthday. Happy birthday, Greg. Thank you very much. Thank you very uh, much. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. It's another year. Um, was quite lucky today. Uh, my manager bought me a vanilla latte, which I've not had before, from a certain nice. well-known brand, and I loved it. So, nice. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly, for that. <laughs> yeah, so we are heading to Maine. What have you got for us? Yeah, so I would like to talk to you about one of the most insane little towns in Maine, which, as you can see, we're in the top left, right, depending on which way we're looking at it. Eastern co top eastern side of the yep. United States with Maine. Uh, so there is a creepy small town in Maine which has got insane paranormal activity, which you'll hear about awesome. over the coming few minutes. So, from haunted roads to spooky bed and breakfasts to opera houses with unexplained sounds, Maine has a fair few ghostly places but did you know that there's an entire town in vacation land as Maine is called that can be considered the most haunted of them all if you can't keep track of each individual paranormal location by state go to Bucksport which is a small town in Maine and you'll find some pretty insane paranormal activity in just that one place so I'm going to cover off a few of those um, cool. so strap yourself in and get ready so the first one <laughs> so the first one is buck's tomb the infamous or famous depending on how you're going to look at it buck's tomb um this is the reason why bucksport is the most haunted town in maine um this is referencing the famous tombstone of colonel jonathan buck he's the founder of bucksport fell in love with a woman who later gave birth to his son upon learning of this he forced her to leave she soon returned to Colonel Buck, requesting assistance in caring for his son, which he refused. So he's a bit of an arsehole, really. Uh, to ensure that she would not bother him again, he pronounced her a witch and had her burned. Ah, <laughs> yeah. One way to get rid of people. That is one way to... Probably wouldn't work so much nowadays, but back then, absolutely. During the fire, her leg was fetched by her son, who ran away to bury it on his own as a memorial to his mother. And after Colonel Buck's death, his own tomb showed stains in the form of a leg. And despite attempts to remove it, including changing the stone for a new one, the leg image remained and it's uh -huh. still there today. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, I've got to say it looks like, as I said in my head, I think that was like the shape of yep. a leg. That's it. So that is the stain that even though they've changed the rock and the stone on the, uh, the memorial, it's still got a leg stain there. Pretty weird. Pretty weird. So following on from that, which in itself is pretty weird, we come to the cemetery for the lost red paint people. So, the, yep, <laughs> that was exactly right, okay. my reaction when I started looking into this. The red paint people were in Maine long before anyone else. Whilst not much is known about this tribe of native people, we do know that they buried their dead in the land with red okra. There are burial spots all over the town of Bucksport, but one well-known area is the current cemetery off McDonald Street. 
There are even traces of the red paint people in the older homes where areas are painted red with ochre just like the red paint people. Bucksport is full of areas where the burial grounds have been disturbed to create places for Mainers to live. And as you can imagine, there's lots of uh, creepy goings on following this. Mm. Um, and it's a lot of these towns main sort of buildings are all on these burial grounds and if you've right. seen something like Poltergeist the original Poltergeist um, didn't end too well I don't know if you can remember that film it came out a bit before your time so they built the house <laughs> not before my time unfortunately <laughs> so they built a house um, on a, a burial ground and didn't remove the bodies or the cemeteries and this is where the Poltergeist came from so oh. Yeah, so that's a little bit about the cemetery, but you'll hear that as we go through. And we move on to this. This is the Robinson House, a.k.a. Jed Poultry's Senior Centre. So this is currently a senior home, or an old people's home for those in the UK, but was built all the way back in the 1780s. And as we've been doing these episodes, wow. you'll know that that is a particularly old building. Yeah. Um, it does look a little bit dated, won't lie. But looks a bit like it's falling apart. It does. It does. Like bent in the middle. Yeah. But while you'll never guess it, the home has been used as a tavern and inn with plenty or questionable stories. When Maine was a dry state, back in the Prohibition days, the house is said to have been used for smuggling, hookers and other nefarious criminal activity. It sat abandoned for about two years and during this time it was investigated by ghost hunters and they found it to be very haunted. Poltergeists, smugglers that have died, hookers that have died, all frequent this old people's home. Awesome. And obviously, I imagine there's some old people that frequent that old people's home since they passed as well. Mm. So that's another one of the many haunted or paranormal places. Moving on in this quick tour of Maine, uh, a Bucksport in Maine. Um, this is the former main seaboard paper company mill so you can just sort of make it out sorry i'm in a mirror image so I'm trying to figure out where i am so in 1930 the main seaboard paper company opened in bucksport so what's that 90 years ago now it was also site of a large archaeological dig that revealed the site to be another burial ground for the red paint people it is this disturbance of the burial site that the reason the mill has faced a number of unfortunate accidents from fires to bad business this may this place might have some serious bad luck there's been deaths there there's people dying um, there's been murders um, all relating to the fact that they've now since found that it was built on a burial ground harking back to the Pottergeist film original one from the 80s that's exactly what started happening there so one of the insurance companies sort of like it's, <laughs> we're not paying out it's the burial ground that's causing Act of this. god yeah i think that comes under um oh, what is the term force majeure is an insurance phrase that you'll see on lots of insurance documents which is basically act of god so out of the normal hand so i imagine like you say that's got to come under that could do <laughs> Yeah, an English insurance company. I go, you know what? No more. No more. 
Right, moving on swiftly. The disappearance of Sarah Ware. Sarah Ware was a well-known resident who went missing one night in 1898. Her body was later found headless. Her skull was found elsewhere. <laughs> there were several theories about her disappearance and few people were tried, but the real story has never been known. She's now buried in a family's plot at Oak Hill Cemetery, and today the stories revolve around what is exactly in the cemetery. Is it a body? Is it her head? Or is it both? Or is it none? So, is a disappearance. Um, normally, a disappearance isn't too odd, but when there's a dismembered head and nobody really found out what happened to her, and we don't know whether she's buried there or her head's buried there or what's buried there, lends its weight again to some weird happenings, all in one small town in Maine called Bucksport. Crazy. So, the next one in Bucksport looks like a quaint little lake this is the ghostly silver lake so whilst beautiful silver lake is actually a man-made body of water created to support the bucksport mill that we just covered off but before the lake could be created that's right graves needed to be moved <laughs> today if you're at the lake you'll see tombstones up on the hill however there's speculation that the speed of the work meant that some steps were overlooked, including the actual removal of the bodies along with the stones. So today there may just be bodies at the bottom of the lake. And it's also quite near where Sarah Ware's body was found, and some have reported seeing her ghost in the area. So another little odd place. Moving on. We've got the murder of the Trim family. So back in 1876, Robert Trim lived in a town with his daughter and granddaughter. And one night in October, neighbours found the Trim family barn on fire. Inside were the remains of Robert and his daughter. And his granddaughter was never found. A local captain, Smith, was charged with the murders. And today, you can drive down their street, Bucks Mills Road, and never guess that anything this horrible had happened. And you guessed it. It's on a burial ground. Of course. <laughs> of course. So, particularly odd one again. Like the Sarah Ware disappearance. The fact that she's seen reported around Silver Lake as well. Bit of an odd place to go. And we move on to the historic Penobscot. That's right, Penobscot River. It's the site of a fair few battles in Maine. And one of the most notable was the Penobscot expedition near Castine. It resulted in the largest loss of lives in US Navy until the bombing of Pearl Harbor. And closer to the town, the Battle of Hampton took place just above Bucksport. The river is also notable for its use in the main lumber industry, which also resulted in a number of deaths along its banks. And it's been seen that people who worked at the mill and in the lumber industry have been spotted as ghosts along the river. Or was no that a burial ground? ground. <laughs> no, <laughs> that wasn't a burial ground. Almost as bad as a burial ground, though. But anywhere where you're going to have the largest loss of life up to Pearl Harbour is going to have some pretty horrific things, and that is yeah. noted by the fact that people have seen ghosts and spirits walking across the river. Wow. And the, la the last part of the area is this. 
and it's close the river is close to its proximity to prospect which is home to haunted Fort Knox so Fort Knox some might drive past prospect uh, without the presence of Fort Knox you wouldn't even sort of go there really but it's the fort itself that gives the town its haunted appeal visitors to Fort Knox have reported seeing hearing and even feeling ghostly presences when they explore the fort's cavernous inner workings. The fort has been featured in the paranormal investigation show Ghost Hunters, as well as the independent documentary by a team of Ghostbusters. The fort was never used in battle during the Revolutionary War, so no notable deaths have taken place here, but plenty of soldiers still manned it when it was operational. Some of them may have simply be going back to work. And they're the ones that have been spotted at Fort Knox. Is that like the Fort Knox that is sort of quite famous? No, this is a slightly no. different one. And I'm glad you asked that because it's not the Fort Knox, but it is a Fort Knox. Right. Um, Actually, that's a bit underwhelming to me. Like, yeah, sorry. It says Fort Knox I, was, and stuff like I did build it up a little Fort bit. Knox. I did build it up a little bit. So apologies for that. Um, but yeah, so there with the Ghost Hunters programs and the independent documentary they've witnessed um soldiers going back to work in this particular fort so very odd place and all this has happened in a small town in maine called bucksport wow i've so, just been looking it up it's only like five thousand population this, yeah it's this a tiny town. little place yeah and like you think um i, I live in a town a uh, quite a big town and there's got to be 40 or fifty thousand people and there's some of these places, 5,000 people is nothing really. It's like a village over here, I think. So, mm. uh, in the UK. So, yeah, proper odd place. Could be one for the bucket list. Uh, even if it's just to see this leg stain on a memorial. I think that'd be yeah, quite yeah. interesting. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, that is the wrap up of episode 20, which is Maine. 